Just wanted to welcome everybody tonight to the show. Uh, this is Pastor James of Blue Mountain Ministries, and I have Pastor Mel with, here with me tonight. We have a dialogue um, about something that's really laid heavy on our hearts, I think, over the past uh, couple of weeks. And uh, we're kind of titling it Truth or Trash. That sounds kind of um, disturbing because it is. Um, and we're going to point out a few things that we talked about that we're going to talk about tonight uh, with some scriptures and just uh, really delve into are you listening to truth or are you listening to trash in everything that you do before we dive into that um just real quick couple of um housekeeping things uh, after the show you can check us out on facebook instagram um, youtube on our website they'll all, the links will all be in the show notes so that we can catch up with us anywhere uh, reach out to us touch base with us uh, we'd love to hear from you because uh, part of being a believer is you know fellowshipping with other uh, like-minded people who are and fellow believers and hook up with us somehow. You know, we'd love to message with you, you know, get on a call with you, a Zoom, a FaceTime, whatever. Um, just to, you know, if you got questions, just hit us up. We're, we'd love to hear from you. But before we get started, we want to open in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this time and this technology to be able to uh, have this dialogue, Lord, to be able to get the word out, Lord, speak about things that are of you, Lord. Um, in these times, Lord, we need you now more than ever. And Father, we give you the praise and glory. And let everything that comes out of our mouth tonight, Lord, glorify you. And Lord, be of you. Father, we thank you and give you the praise. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I got my co-pilot here tonight, thank goodness, um, because when I did the first one, it was kind of scary, honestly. <laughs> um, I was sitting here at the table, and I was like, oh, Lord, huh, what am I doing? And I think I, I started listening to it, and I had to turn it off because I hate the sound of my own voice. So it was very, uh, <laughs> very eye-opening about this whole podcasting venture. So I appreciate your patience with us as we really kind of find our footing in how we proceed through this so tonight we're talking about truth or trash yeah this is something that's i think needs to have a dialogue we've talked about this several times just privately but i think at this point um with everything that we see online with what we're seeing in the news um with what we hear in our schools what we're hearing from politicians from our neighbors even what your kids are hearing if you have children or fa other family members it's permeating under your roof and it's time that things were able to start using discernment, to be able to start seeing what is real. What is that truth or is that trash? Right. And you need to be able to know how to do that. And so tonight the whole goal of this is to help equip you to be able to see what is real, what is not real. If you're a born-again believer, the Spirit's going to help you do that, but you have to let the Spirit lead you in this. And you'll know what's real and what's not real. But you need to know biblically how to be able to discern that. And that's it right. tells us that's how right. to discern that. So that's what we're going to go over tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know it sounds kind of backwards, but I want to start with the trash portion of our conversation. It sounds very horrible. Then it sounds like we're having a trashy yeah. conversation. Um, but <laughs> if you, uh, the reason I do that, because if you look throughout the Bible, you know, we see good in the beginning when God created everything. And then it just all goes to pot in the middle section because uh, as humans, of course, we jack everything up. But the awesome thing is we win in the end. In that's Revelation, right. we win. You know, so that's a fantastic thing. Um, so I wanted to kind of hit the trash part before we get to the good part so we can end on a high note um, to really give you those ways to be able to work through what it is that you may encounter in your daily life or just in your faith walk or whatever it is, but so that way your eyes are open. Um, the first scripture I wanted to uh, speak from 
tonight is uh, from Trashes, 1 John 4.1. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. All right, those are not my words. I didn't write that. I'm not that smart. All right, we, we see you know, John is writing and telling us that you know, there's a lot of false teachers that are going out there. There are many people, even now today, that are out there, like we talked earlier, that are proclaiming things that just aren't true. Right. You know, or they're taking doctrine and just twisting it to their liking. They distort the word to fit their own agenda, and that is not of God. And it's disturbing at best because that really could lead the new or fledgling believer down a very dark path. You know, it could lead them down to a, a path of destruction where they're, they believe that these things that are that seem normal in in the, the the ministry or the church or the, the the faith group that they're in, they're in the grocery store. Yeah, in the grocery store, they can come out of anywhere. And, and they and as a new believer, you don't have necessarily the tools right. or the the spiritual wisdom right. to be able to discern if is that true or is it not true. Um, so, you got to guard yourself. You have to, you know. There's nothing wrong with questioning. Absolutely, John tells us to. Yeah, what, what a pastor tells you. You know, if if I tell, you know, one of my kids, and we have. A hundred of them but tell one of our kids that the sky is black and they question me well that's a good thing because our, we want people to question what's going on what is real what is that really true is that truth or is it trash right exactly you know can you find it in the bible and if if i can't point you to where it is in the bible or help you find it then obviously there's something wrong and something that's jacked up that's going on that needs to be corrected in, yes. in me as a pastor or as a speaker or whatever I am in the fivefold ministry. Um, I've heard a lot of um, ministries, various um, pastors talk over the years, and it, there are so many wonderful um, spirit-filled uh, leaders out there. And then I've heard a lot that will say, well, the Bible says, well, the Bible says. I was in the grocery store at one point uh, many, many years ago, and I obviously have tattoos, for those of you who know me. And the woman, I was check, she was checking out my groceries. We were literally at the cash out, uh, whatever. And she looked at me and she said, you know, you're going to go straight to hell. And I looked at her and I really wasn't strong in my faith, but I was, I was past my infancy stage and I was becoming more mature. So I knew that that wasn't accurate. And I said, excuse me? And she said, well, you have tattoos. And I thought, oh, here we go. Here's another one. I said, well, ma'am, the word also says thou shalt not judge. And she didn't really know how to react to that. So the funny thing is that those in your life may question or say as if they have some sort of um, biblical <laughs> biblical um, knowledge or authority to say something to you. Remember, in the scripture in John, you don't have to receive that. You need to question those things. You need to use your discernment. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, to kind of back up what John was saying in Second Peter um, 2, 4, it tells us, but false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you. You will secretly introduce, who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who brought, who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. Oh. Okay, that's, that's really, that's kind of bare bones. Um, it tells what the outcome is going to be if you're if you're talking trash, All right? Not not talking trash like you know, you know, fight somebody. We're talking trash <laughs> you about throw the Bible, hands. right? As our kids say all the time, you want to throw hands, Dad. Yeah. You want to you throw hands. So, you know, it, it, Peter's telling us that this is the they're there. 
they're real. They're out yeah. there. They're everywhere. I mean, you know, we heard, saw something on on uh, social media somewhere. You know that even you know even the the devil and his demons know scripture. Absolutely, it's true. They do. they do. Just because they know it doesn't mean they're not going to twist it to their own liking. And that's kind of what we're talking about here tonight. You know, there's so many folks out there that I think their intent is to do good. I would like. Maybe that's just me being the perpetual optimist, um, but our the perpetual good is always the. Sorry if you hear that background noise. That's our crazy lab. I mean, sorry, our crazy shepherd. She's lost her mind. Maybe she. I just stopped it. Oh my gosh, what's going on? Shh. Okay, sorry. We're back at it. So. You know, there's so much that's going on that I I, I expect, and maybe that, like I said, that's maybe that's me, the per- perpetual optimist. But I would like to think that people are out there trying to do the right thing and trying to do what is true and what is good. But they do twist things and they make it a complete heresy. You know, there's there's a falsehood in everything that they do. Um, I know that you're doing some study and as well before we got started uh, about some of the things that you found about not only just uh, you know false teachers but also um, foolish people um, well okay so I'm huge into understanding wisdom and with wisdom its counterpart is foolishness okay when we don't seek wisdom and understanding or clarity and and you know uh, the morals of what it is God has for us or wants us to learn or has instilled in us in our genetic makeup, you know, we we are fools. That's what it comes down to. And we act foolish. We speak foolishness. So the biggest one that I like to go to, my go-to for just constant, I, I always get new from it is Proverbs. The book of, book of Proverbs, obviously it's the book of wisdom, but mm-hmm. it's it tells us of the counterpart. Yeah. And so I'm there. I couldn't even pick one scripture, but I, I narrowed it down to two. And I could go on and on all night, but obviously we're not trying to do that. Proverbs 18, verse 2. Fools care nothing for thoughtful discourse. All they do is run off at the mouth. Now, I, wow. I that the funny thing is, I, I know believers like that. And I know because I used to be one. I'd find myself, I would get so heated or so, you know, even on the interstate. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. <laughs> I get heated, and sometimes we have no self-control, and then the vile poison comes out, and that's not of God, and we have to be careful to keep ourselves in check. We have to make sure that we're maintaining that godly character at all times, and sometimes it's hard, but it says, fools care nothing for thoughtful discourse. That was just so powerful to me. Um, The other one that really was uh, um, huge was... Proverbs 29, starting at verse 11. A fool lets it all hang out. A sage quietly mulls it over. When a leader listens to malicious gossip, all the workers get infected with evil. What that boils down to is when we allow someone of authority or who we maybe have reverence for in authority speak in a manner or in a way that opposes the gospel or that godly character, that begins to permeate our spirit and we cannot allow that to happen we cannot allow that to be that infectious poison because then it cultivates evil and wickedness and we cannot have that so make sure you are 
make sure you are prayed up at all times. Make sure you are praised up at all times and declare over yourself righteousness. Declare um, God's word. Start studying your scriptures. Know scriptures. That is your armor. Know the word of God. If you if you question things and you want discernment and you want wisdom and you want to understand what is truth and what is folly, then you need to start reading the book of Proverbs. And I mean, before you even start, you pray to the Lord for enlightenment, that the, that the Holy Spirit will enlighten the scriptures to you. I have read it so many times, and every time I read Proverbs, something else pops out. And that's because the Holy Spirit illuminates that scripture to me. Absolutely. And it could be for different seasons that all of a sudden it just hit me. But that's how we... That's how we stay sharp. You have to have an alert, sharp mind. Absolutely. Pro- Proverbs is, I mean, one of my favorite books of the Bible. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they're all my favorite. But Absolutely. It, it, it's so powerful because it, 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 I've used it so many times to teach our sons and daughters about, you know, what is wise, what is good, what is expected of, of us as believers. Uh, because truthfully, it's so hard. You know, and, and we've taught our kids that the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, stands for, Basic instructions Basic. before leaving Earth. Yep. You know, it's kind of like your instruction manual. Yeah, it's your manual. It's exactly what it is. If you want to find anything, just open the book. You know, I don't care if you just open it to a random page. You're going to find something that's going to speak to you. If you go to it with the right heart, with the right yeah. mindset. You know, if you get, you know, take the words um, as God speaking to you, directly to you, not for any other reason, but that he wants to communicate with you. So... This is kind of a cautionary tale tonight to just be alert. If something sounds weird, if something doesn't sit right in your spirit, you know, you, you hear that people say, I've got my, my conscience is talking to me, that little yeah. voice in your mind. That's not your conscience. That's your spirit. And that's who's talking to you and, and telling you that, you know, hey, you might want to not do this. You might not want to go there. You might not, you know, you want to check what this person's saying because I don't know that it's the right thing. You know, yeah. do that. You know, question um, go back and do your homework. Even if you're at a, at a sermon, write down some notes and go back and, and, and check it out for yourself because, you know, for the love of Pete, we don't want anybody to, to be led astray or led down the wrong path. Yeah. So I, I think we've kind of summed up trash, right? I mean, I you know, so. that, that's kind of, you know, people who are spewing things out of their mouths that don't really just seem like it's, it's not of God. And you, you can feel that. You can know what that's like. So as we transition into the, the you know the last half of what we're going to discuss tonight, let's talk about truth. What does the truth look like? Well, the truth looks like the Bible. Everything that's you know from from beginning from page one to page n, it's all truth. So the reason why we call the Bible truth, most people would say, well, I don't I don't read the Bible. The Bible is considered historically and internationally the oldest book. It's now considered an ancient book because they don't have books from prior to that. So it's considered an ancient book. It is also by not only theologians, but philosophers um, across the board. It's been argued. It's been tried to, people have tried to debunk the Bible. People have tried to find um, folly in it. This is where, you know, Aristotle and Socrates and all these um, various, you know, uh, philosophers of ancient times, and they could never do it. The Bible is inerrant it is completely and 100% accurate, and it is considered an ancient book. And this is literally, this is a, a historical document is what it is. So we consider this to be truth because right. there has been no, there's there's no opposition right. for the other. Well, there, there's opposition, 
But, I mean, opposition, yeah, yeah. but there's never been any proof right, that it's exactly, debunked it. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's never t- been disproven. Right. And every time th- that those those fights or those arguments heat up, something, you know, in biblical archaeology, you know, comes to pass that people look at and go, well, how is that possible? Well, it's possible because it's written in the Bible and God right. did it. I mean, how are they going to find Roman, I mean, um, Egyptian war chariots in the middle of the Red Sea? Um, well, they did. They didn't just take them out there and dump them off, in, off of a <laughs> boat with their horses. I mean, you know, you tell me. What does that tell you about Moses and the Red Sea? I just think it's important for people to understand why is the Bible truth? Why does Pastor James say that the Bible's truth? Well, it's not Pastor James. This is this is God. This, this, <laughs> right. This is it's an ancient book. Yeah. So as as we transition into into what the truth is, um, we're going to stick in in the uh, New Testament. I'd like to go uh, talk about Ephesians four twenty nine. It says, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification, according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. So that can be confusing if you really just read it for what it is. Uh, what this is telling you is be careful what you speak. You know, there's that, that, that Sunday school song, mm-hmm. be careful little ears what you hear, be careful what you, you know, careful little, little what you see, what you say. Mouth, what you, you know, so it's, yeah, you, you know. You taught you taught him. <laughs> it just it, it's the right thing said at the right moment, as you're being led by the Spirit, will always build up a person or a situation. You know, a true faith person of faith is not going to tear down someone, regardless. I may not agree with uh, you know somebody's doctrine, and 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 Pastor Mel and I both we we've we've argued things ourselves. You know. We may not see eye to eye on some things, yeah. but it doesn't mean I'm going to flip into start bashing her and what her beliefs are. Right. And that, you know, as a woman, you're supposed to be subservient to me. That's I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. Just for the record. <laughs> I'm not trying That's to get a knocked whole out. nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get knocked out on air tonight. But, you know, it. you can't you have to use your tongue. Wisely, yeah. you know, we, we, we've, we've preached and taught and. We've spoken to the super kids. We've spoken to preteens all about, you know, what the most powerful muscle in your body is, and it's your tongue. I know it sounds crazy, but because you can have the power of life and death out of your tongue. Um, you can speak life into somebody. You can, you know, as, as a believer, we have resurrection power uh, in our body. We, are, we can speak life. We can speak health. We can speak healing. We can speak faith into other people. Um, not that we're doing it, but we're allowing the Spirit to work. We're allowing God to work because... We choose not to speak filth out of our mouth right. and condemn or convict people of what they're doing is wrong. You know, truth. It's gonna, everybody's always, you know the truth will set you free, and that's so true. Yeah. Um, the, mm-hmm. the truth feels good. Truth makes you feel like you've accomplished something. It make it makes you feel that what you're saying and what you're doing is is bettering somebody else. And there's nothing I enjoy more is when somebody has a revelation of what a scripture is that they, when they're reading it, and it's just like you can see the light bulb go off, and they get so excited, right. and, and you get to sit there and talk with them and, and share the truth with them, and they get so jazzed about it because they know that at that point in time that God's speaking to them, and that's what we need to do as believers. I'm not saying we're God, but we, we have the ability by, by use of the Bible, by way of the Bible, to be able to go out and speak truth into other people. Whether you choose to do that or not, that's on you. But as for me and mine, we are definitely going to be speaking what's 
real and what's true because it's just it's it's the right thing to do and yeah. it's it, it's it's just it's just better for you it just makes you it, it makes you a better person it makes you more christ-like because he never told a lie he never sinned you know he always was there to build people up and another point to add to that is remember you're not always going to get it right oh i i said this or oh i lashed out okay we all we all fall short but the thing is is it's the purpose of the heart it's the integrity of the person to if you have made a mistake then make it right it's the whole um point that we if you know you've you've been maybe uh that verbal lashing was completely uncalled for or it was not who you are then just stop take a moment repent go to that person and make things right right there it's okay sometimes we get a little off track for a second Put your pants back on and do it again. We all make mistakes. So don't beat yourself up. Know that it's a process. And right. you need to trust that process. God's always grooming us. He's always working on us. And sometimes, and I can speak this because I've done this, I used to be the most vile, talking woman in the entire world, I am thoroughly convinced. And even my road rage was, I mean, it was off the chain. And I, I think I scared myself as much as I scared the other drivers because I would just get so upset. Now, what good did that do me? You know, it didn't. And so I needed correction in a lot of those areas. But it took God grooming me. It was a process. It wasn't something that a snap of a finger the very next day I was, you know, angelic. That's That would have been miraculous, and it didn't happen. <laughs> but the point is, is that it's a process. Be patient with yourself. Allow God to groom you, shape you, and transform you. It takes time, but that's what it's all about, just recognizing that. And as you as you speak to people, um, Galatians four sixteen tells us that. So mm. then, have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? Yeah. There are people out there when you tell them the truth, because yeah. as believers, we're 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 to we're to keep each other honest. We're to right. keep each other keep accountable. Each other accountable. Yep. Yes, accountable to what the word says. And some people don't like correction. Yes, and they don't take it so well. Um, and it's not because I'm trying to. I, I'd say I. Because I'm just using me as an example. I'm not going to correct Mel and tell her, well, you're doing this, da 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 and mean it in a bad way. What the meaning behind the scripture is, if you're going to somebody out of love, yeah. true deep love for them as not just, not, not like love of desire, but love of just a person because they're beautifully and wonderfully made by our God. And you want to see them achieve greater things because there's a potential there. If you're going to them to correct them that way, you're not going there to be make an enemy. Right. And but it, it's both sides. Both sides have to be under the understanding that it's not a malicious intent behind it. It's not that we're trying to uh, uh, tear someone down or beat somebody up because you're doing something wrong. Well, I think too a lot of this is it's all in how you approach that circumstance or Absolutely. that situation. Absolutely. And unfortunately, there are those who are just, they will not receive because they are unteachable. They have their mind set, and that's the end of it. And those people, all you can do is pray for them. I've, I have this scripture here. It's very interesting. It's not interesting. It's beautiful. It's um, 3 John 1, 4. I have no greater joy than to hear them. My children are walking in truth. That, wow. That's simply God saying he wants us to abide in this. He wants us to walk in truth, not trash. 
don't let that penetrate your ears. Do not let those words that you don't feel are in your spirit penetrate your spirit. You need to guard that. That's your armor. But know truth. If you question it, then look it up. It could be exactly what was meant for you to hear. You just weren't aware of it, and that's your revelation. And God's trying to correct you. Or what, you know, whatever that case may be or that circumstance is, God could be trying to make that that proper correction. I've had that done yeah, several times and I absolutely. love it because then it's like, God, I didn't, I had it done just a couple of weeks ago where the Lord showed me something. I was just doing my Bible study every morning and I had gotten up and I was like, all right, it's first Samuel, God, I hear you. And I was just reading and reading and reading and the Lord corrected me right there in my spirit and tears flowed because I needed that. And it's so important that you are receptive to correction. The only way you can walk and be set free and walk in that truth is to be receptive and teachable. And so many of us are not. We know it all. We have it all. We understand it all. We have this much going on. I have this much experience. I have these degrees. Well, I've done this for the last 30 years, and that's all well and fine. But the bottom line is is that we all need to be able to be teachable because when we lose the ability to be teachable, then we lose the ability of correction, and then we begin to plateau, and then we become complacent. And as spiritual believers, the Lord's always teaching us something. If that was the case and we had it all together, Christ never would have had to come. He broke the mold. How do you know God isn't doing something in your life right now to break off or break a mold or show you something new? Not everything has to be set the way it's always been done. Allow God to correct you and be receptive to it. That's the key, though. You've got to be receptive. Right. You know, it's so easy to close ourselves off. And I know I, I, I've, I've been in that situation so many times you know i spoke about that in our first podcast uh, you know i talked about after dad died you know how yeah. closed off i became because yeah. I, you know because of my lack of i guess understanding and instead of seeing your lack of wisdom yeah a lack of wisdom and, and and it took you know a faithful wife a strong wife and a brother at church to really you know slap me back into shape to say get your head out of the, get your head back in the game and you yeah. know let's do this um you, you've got to be Walking ready and receptive every single day, every single moment, and that's—I know it sounds impossible. And in, 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 in humanly, yes, it is. But if you walk by spirit and you walk by faith, nothing's impossible. Yeah. You know, I—I I, did you have anything you wanted to no. add to wrap this up? No. You know, I, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Um, we want you to go out and we want you to live the best life that you can. Yeah. Speak life. Speak life. You know, speak life over speak yourself. Truth. Over declare your family, it. yes, you know, it, boldly declare it, Absolutely. not not just meekly, but you've been given a bold faith, um, in, in, through Christ and through the Spirit who uh, resides within you, and, and I encourage each of you to walk boldly in that this week. Um, be who you're called to be, you know, be more than who you're called to be, because God wants to see the best for you. We we hope and pray that we hear from you guys. Uh, like I said, uh, check us out Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, on our website. I'll be in the show notes and. I hope and pray that each of you will be blessed and favored this week. Yes. Thanks so much for tuning in, yes. and we'll see you next time.